Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Baby Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter and keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. to ACB in Action. I'm Cindy Hollis, Membership Services Coordinator with the American Council of the Blind, and I welcome you to my show where we really talk about the and talk to the heart and soul of ACB. It's our members, and it is people like Eric Bridges, Executive Director of the American Council of the Blind, Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind, and Debbie Hazelton, who is the program manager for ACB Radio. So uh, Dan is not in the room quite yet, but he will be here soon. So we're going to just imagine him here virtually. And uh, and he's looking really good over there, too. Um, <laughs> and, uh, hi, Eric. Good evening, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. And Debbie, thank you so hi, much. Hi, Cindy. Yeah. yeah, thanks, you guys, for taking time it's not like we're not busy or anything and i really do appreciate (laughs) you guys making time to be here i was thinking about as you know we were hoping to do this actually this particular show uh last month and anyway things things sometimes happen and so you adjust and you move things around and but here we are and and actually it's i feel like it's appropriate that we're here just before the leadership weekend and thinking about that time last year uh, a year ago we were in dc and if i asked this question then our answer what what the answer might have been if i had said to you so eric what do you see for the future of ACB in 2020? <laughs> well, you know, uh, think yeah. about that. Isn't that crazy? Now, if I had asked you that a year ago, your answer would not be anything like what 2020 ended up. Is that not true? No, it's absolutely true. <laughs> and uh, in so many ways, it was so much more. Um, and, and just, completely i don't know you couldn't you couldn't envision what happened and literally it was about what two well two or three weeks after that right yeah uh we were forced to to stay at home and uh your job got really wild even though it was already a pretty hectic job to begin with yeah it's it's Actually, it keeps on getting wilder. I I think it can't get any more wild, but sure it can. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, just thinking about that and how when we 
when we have ideas and plans, sometimes things take twists and turns, right? And 2020 did that for everyone in this war, in our world, not just in ACB, but, you know, just life-changing year for all of us. And, but look at us. Uh, here we are on, at, in early 2021, and really 2020 has leveraged us to do some pretty phenomenal things in 2021, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Uh, for starters, this medium that we're on right now, uh, ACB Radio, and the uh, you know the content that has been generated really over the last twelve months, uh, much of it, not all of it, but much of it, uh, being community focused from all of the community events and the rebranding of a of a, an entire stream on ACB Radio to to play community calls, community events that have recently taken place. Um, it's, it's remarkable. Um, we, we didn't, we, we had a community pre pandemic, but the active nature of it was more local in nature. Um, it was out in the States and it was, um, I, I think it's fair to say a lot of those, uh, interactions were regular and they'd been ongoing for years and, uh, you know, not all the same people, but a lot of the same people tended to participate, right? And then, uh, you know, you you fast forward from when we were all together to, let's say, May or June, right? When things really started to pop in our virtual community. And we had all kinds of new people coming in from all over the place. Folks that weren't even members of ACB, folks that maybe had been members and were re-engaging. And, and you take that through the rest of 2020 and we have a, a really awesome glide path for this year. Uh, you look at the, the Philly president's meeting and legislative seminar last year, which I think were, were uh, quality events that brought good programming. And we were started beginning to do some different things with each of them. But you take a look at what is on the horizon <laughs> Sunday, Monday and, and Tuesday of, of, you know, this next week. And it's, uh, it's a lot. Um, and it's, it, you know, everything has, uh, I would say intensified, um, within our, our jobs, you know, as employees at ACP, um, in particular you, uh, and, and not to leave Debbie out either, the ACB radio stuff has just exploded. And so to, to the point where we're not even, you know, we're, we're looking at sort of rebranding what is radio to ACB? Is it, is it truly radio or is it media because of all the podcasts um, and video and other things? And, you know, we're going to do that. You know, we did it at the convention last year. We're going to do it again uh, for the DC leadership conference, you know, utilizing video and restream so that we can be live on video on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page and the, and this thing that didn't even exist last year, this Facebook community page that ACB has, yeah. it's got what over fifteen hundred members. So it's it is it it has been one heck of a year and a lot of exciting stuff to come. 
So Dan is in the room now, and glad you're here, Dan. Uh, Dan, you you probably came in after I was I was speaking about the if the question was asked of each of us a year ago, what we envisioned for 2020 for ACB, our answer would have been so different than what 2020 ended up being. And, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um, and so just kind of reflecting a little bit, I, I do want to talk about what we see for the future, but, you know, maybe why don't we first let's Eric's Eric has spoken some about some of those, you know, the, the definite obvious changes. What for you stands out in, in that, was not expected in 2020 that, you know, we rolled with the punches and then some, right? Um, so what would you say really stands out for you? Oh, wow. I, gosh, I mean, just uh, so, you know, with with the, with the COVID-19 virus, the pandemic, I think it just, um, it, it generated so much, um, I would say, what's the right word? I mean, just, you know, change, right? I mean, it just caused, uh, what do they call, talk about in uh, technology terms, uh, major disruptors? It <laughs> truly was a major disruptor, right? And in, in, a, in a negative way, but then also in a positive way. And I think, um, you know, if you think about it, just in this last year, just leading into to the pandemic, we had put some really good building blocks in place, I felt like, over the last year plus at the end of Kim's administration, kind of moving into the beginning of the new administration that we had, you know, adopted, uh, you know, a set of core values uh, that, that we were rolling out. Remember last year in February at our, uh, you know, uh, in, 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 in the fall board meeting that, that you know, our, our five core values there of uh, integrity and honesty and respect and collaboration and flexibility and initiative, right? And and who knew that how how much of those values would resonate as we moved into uh, the the pandemic? And then our uh, you know co- code of conduct uh, that really established you know kind of. Uh, setting the stage for a, a safe and welcoming environment for our for our folks, and then we also rolled out, you know, really kind of thinking of the organization a little differently, where we had thirty six committees that kind of worked independently, and really rolling our committees under nine key uh, programs, where we were providing services to our members and to the blind and visually impaired community. And, you know, those, those facilitated as we rolled out those programs, hiring people like yourself, Cindy, to be a member services coordinator. And we had just hired Tony Stevens to be a full-time development director. And then, uh, you know, here, here came a big change in the world, but I think we had worked hard. We had formed an advisory board and we're really good in, good uh, 
very expert advice on, uh, you know, how to do a better job of communication and organizing our organization. And we had begun to roll out our entrepreneurial operating system traction where we were really trying to, you know, put in in place the building blocks of accountability for ourselves and, and organizational structure. So I think we had worked hard, maybe without realizing it, to put a lot of the building blocks in place that allowed us to flourish uh, when, uh, you know, first kind of take the gut punch when when the virus hit. But then so quickly with flexibility, I, I was absolutely amazed how Eric and the ACB staff were able to just not miss a beat, you know, uh, with uh, with the new uh, IT upgrades we had done where we were partnered with Microsoft and we had Microsoft 365 and we had the Surface Pros and everybody just went home and connected from home. And, and Eric, I don't I don't think we had a down minute, not even a down day. I don't think we had a down minute. I mean, uh, everybody was... Our worst day was uh, the first day. <laughs> it, it really was. It was it the really, most frustrating day, technologically speaking, but the whole yes. world was trying to utilize the same technology. But yeah, we, other than that... We yeah, all went to free good. conference calls and, and everybody, you know, and yes. then, then, you know, Zoom came along at just the right time for our community and Cindy, really, with the blossoming of the community events, we we really taught our membership over the next three or four months to be comfortable with the Zoom platform, not only to participate in it, but to be, you know, the, the Zoom host and the facilitators and really learn the technology. So by the time we rolled into the convention. We had a membership that felt comfortable with the platform. Uh, and we, I think, really took advantage of all the new enthusiasm that had been created through the community events. And really, I thought, springboarded us to just um, an, an amazing convention. Uh, you know, I, I mean, our, our board was really worried and hesitant about for the first time in 59 years, not getting together in a physical, you know, geographic location for our convention. And could we do this virtually? And we not only did it, we, we exceeded all expectations, I felt. And it was a combination of, of the Zoom platform coming together, all the different energy of individuals, and then Debbie Hazelton and the ACB radio broadcast team. And, and how they fit in, like a you know a, a glove on the hand, to, to be able to broadcast five streams at the at the same time and provide all this content in so many different platforms. The the convention was so easy to consume, and it was just so rich with content. And I mean, my gosh, we had. We had transportation seminars with seven and eight hundred people in them, general sessions with well over a thousand, banquets with over a thousand. And it allowed us to bring talent to our convention that would almost be impossible for us to do in an in person convention. So it, it was. It was really, really exciting to see how things came together. And, and I got to tell you, right there towards the end of March, as we were voting to go to a virtual convention, 
we were worried. We were really worried as a group of ACB leaders and, and board members of, you know, was this going to be a year where we had just a huge financial deficit and we weren't going to be able to deliver the services we hope to deliver to our members? And I don't know, I'd say in hindsight, looking back, we had one of our best programming years ever. Um, yeah. So. so, you know, it's interesting because as I'm hearing you you know, rattle off all of the course of events that took place leading up to March, uh, the middle of March, when kind of everything, you know, where everything flew off the table. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know, and it landed where it landed, and we had to pick up the pieces and figure it all out again, right? Right. Um, There was such, we really had an established kind of infrastructure in place more importantly i feel like there's it it really speaks a lot to you dan and eric um and your leadership um working together and and really bringing everyone along uh because you know that's it it is it was scary at times um you you use the word worried uh Sure, you know, you worry because you don't know. Uh, we're taking risks. Boy, boy, <laughs> I, were we know, taking risks. Yeah, yes. is it <laughs> going to pan out? Is it going to, yeah. And, but you don't ever know unless you try, right? So, and, and boy, did we try. Um, Debbie, what about you? You were new, uh, not new to ACB for sure. <laughs> not new but, to ACB radio because I had been the assistant managing director in. 14 and or 15 and 16 for a while mm-hmm. uh, and but when I I came in actually unofficially before I was hired we just kind of jumped in and started doing the work when Larry left and and right away it was you know let's freshen up these streams let's uh and I thought we I thought we could get everything off that server and freshen that up well that is another huge work in progress because it's a dinosaur of um, a bunch of software up there. But when, you know, it still was, you know, it was what the contract said about day to day and the streams and the broadcasters, but it didn't take long before that started to change because I remember Jeff and I saying, or talking early in March or yeah, it was March, even before we had had that, board meeting and Jeff was like you know I'm pretty sure we're going to go virtual and I said you know this is great because while I want to go in person I knew that eventually we would go virtual but I didn't think it would be that soon and then we also started talking hybrid and we are already working on that with uh, Florida and some others are talking about it and Rick and I have been have been really working out that what will happen is that we will continue to do the streaming remotely, and then we will help the affiliate to get the sound quality both in the room and through Zoom, which is which is major. I mean, Florida tried it with their board meeting and. They really didn't come to us and ask, and it was kind of like, I guess they thought, oh, we'll, we'll know what to do. But that is, that's a lot in and of itself for the affiliate to work with. And then 
will still do the streaming. That way we're not putting our credentials out there and, and they don't have to complicate trying to add that into the mix. So, but wow, I remember Jeff and I having those discussions early when we started doing community calls. And I remember, you know, a lot of us had experience with other platforms like um, talking communities, uh, Ventrilo, and um, some other platforms, audio tips uh, for the people where people were used to meeting in groups online. And also a lot of our people were saying early that they were doing better than a lot of sighted people because they were used to filling their time, finding things to do, not always looking for other people to do things with. And so, you know, we started making, we started making lemonade really early in all this. And, and so so now, yeah, yeah, with all the streamers and we, we still get people that want to be added to our production team. We have a robust team we need we can always use more streamers but i think there actually are some in the wings that i call on when we really need them and um you know we've we've made it work we've just been making it work we've 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 hardly missed if we've missed a community call it's been because somebody wasn't in the right place at the right time or there was a misunderstanding but we've really covered them we covered a lot every day. There's no two days that are exactly alike. That's for sure. <laughs> and Debbie, this is Dan. I, you know, mm-hmm. think about it. We were at a board of publications meeting yeah. there in in uh, February, I think, at mm-hmm. the beginning of February. And Jeff and you said, you know, hey, Dan, have you ever thought of putting the ACB board meeting, board of directors meeting, on on the radio? And we That's said, right. we said why not let's do it we're transparent let's That's get right. let's get it up and and you know we had our first board meeting on the on the on the stream at that february dc meeting mm-hmm. last year and yeah, now it just cool. seems like old hat that all this stuff yeah. is on the stream right and then when we when we had the virtual meeting to decide to go with the with the con- virtual convention i think we had like 3 or 400 people listening to that board we did I mean, and now the Board of Publications is talking about streaming, so they're meeting. Yeah. So I think that's great. It's yeah, great and, because and, it's got more we, people interested. That's what I was just going to say is that what we've, yeah. what we've done is we have, you know, I've told people this, that uh, ACB was known to people, but we really weren't if you weren't a member in a chapter and you had those your little cluster people acb was distant we're not distant anymore mm-hmm. we are reachable to anybody at any time and people can come on and listen to you know they can go listen to podcasts and my goodness the the number of podcasts and the varying topics uh that people can listen to but they or they can listen to acb radio any one of the streams where there's content going on certainly the community channel has stuff that that has been streamed live and then has been recorded and is being replayed and we've got the phone and we've got all these different ways people can access and then they can join in and appear in these 
you know, events. Which is huge. It I is mean, huge. It's and it's every you can, day. You can Every interact. single day. I remember yeah. having these conversations a couple of years ago with Larry and Debbie to say, you know, our program was it, you, you tuned into ACB radio and you listened, right? But it wasn't interactive. And right. now it's interactive. And, yeah. and that makes, I think, all the difference. Yeah. Well, and I think broadcasters are having a chance to really look at how interactive do I want to be and do I want to be interactive with with the whole community or with a few people or do I want to do a show that is not so interactive and you have people in the community that, you know, they are thinking, do I want this streamed? Maybe not, maybe sometimes. And I'm starting, I've always been so schedule oriented, but I've had people come to me and say, somebody came and said, I want to do a show on depression. I've had two people talking to me about that lately. I want to do either a few shows or a one time kind of thing. And I'm like, well, I've allowed broadcasters to do what I call the grab bag on the cafe, which is, you know, Rick will do his few shows about Christmas and you know, I might do, I might bring back the good energy mix and do some of that. But rather than having to be in it all the time, it might happen sometimes. Well, what about allowing somebody to get on special event or live and, and do something that they really want to do that might be a short series? Now, I do usually encourage people to start with community calls because sometimes that's a really good way to get one's feet wet and test their own sound quality and their delivery and see if they're really serious about this, if it's going to be ongoing or is it just going to be, you know, a short kind of deal. Who would have thought that the president and executive director would co-host a sports talk show? (laughs) Yeah. Who knew? And be asking everybody what they like to drink, what they're drinking, you know? Indeed. Yes. I mean, now everybody knows that Debbie loves meal replacement shakes in them. That's her go to. That's her go to. (laughs) Wow, you're so exciting, Debbie. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to bring my shaker on one of these calls. You'll hear it. If you bring a shaker, I I need like something really good to have it. Cindy, on the other hand, has has a little something different in her. Yeah, it's it's not going to be a meal. Did you say meal replacement in in her tumbler? Yes. Yeah, no, that's not in my tumbler. MRS. Yeah. Yeah, we might be a little different there. Um. Anyway. (laughs) So, all right. So let's let's talk about 2021. Let's make some, uh, maybe, maybe pie in the, pie in the sky predictions, maybe real, like, you know, factual, this is the plan, Mm -hmm. Uh, whatever you want to share. Eric, why don't you jump in and is there something uh, that you would love to see happen on staff Uh, in, you know what I mean, from the staff perspective? in 2021? Sure. Well, we've been approved uh, to add some additional positions, uh, uh, some of which we've never, we've never had those, those functions within, uh, you know, the headquarters. So, you know, the further, 
professionalization of, of the staff in certain areas where, where it's been really needed, uh, you know, end of first quarter, early part of second quarter. So, you know, April timeframe, we'll be hiring a, a manager of communications. And that's something that as we continue to evolve as an organization and uh, are doing more for more people, uh, getting continuing to get the word out and, and doing a better job of it is going to be uh, really important. And I, you know, I'm, I'm excited uh, to fill that position with a really qualified individual. And so that, that uh, position opening will be going out here in the next few weeks, which is great. Well, you guys all heard it here first. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, it was approved by the board. So it was, it was. I, secret, but yeah, 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 not a secret, but it's exciting anyway. And, you know, uh, one of the things I was just going to make mention is Dan had talked about that when everything kind of, hit the fan and we all had to work from home and we never missed a minute. It's true. We, we ended up adding tacking a lot of extra minutes onto <laughs> our schedules instead. Um, and, and I will say that yeah, I've worked a lot of places and this is a hard working team that we, there's not many of us and we're doing lots and lots of stuff, varying stuff. And, uh, and so there's it's great it's like you know very humbling to know that everyone on the team is working equally as as hard as one another um so the more we can bring on to our team <laughs> it'll be appreciated yeah. you know i i think strategically right yeah so yes. we want to yeah. make sure that we're doing this the right way and we're not right. just going and, sure. and adding to the Nope. to the budget right um no. we, we want to get the most bang for our buck and we're, one of the one of the things that I'm, I'm proud of is that we've hired very well with the exception of you Cindy <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah no. thanks but, but you know I was the exceptional exceptional not just well, well thank you right. yeah. 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 Right. yeah but um you know we've been able we've been able to um find people that uh, you know, or maybe uh, underutilized in their previous jobs um, that have uh, real, real talent and a real passion. And while we hired them, bef- uh, many of them before our core values, they they exhibit our core values. Um, and, and that sounds schmaltzy and cheesy uh, to some, mm-hmm. but I believe it. I believe it at my core. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't do yeah. what we did this last year yep. uh, without folks that, you know, the honesty and integrity component, the, the, the collaboration, the flexibility, yeah. the, the, the respect and, and showing the initiative, right. Yep. Showing the initiative, taking the initiative, going and doing stuff. Um, you know, we all get along with one another, which is great. Um, you know, and as we expand this, it's going to be key for for us um, to to continue to to ensure that that this yep. continues as we grow the team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dan, what about you? What do you what do you see? What do you what do you hope for? Or what do you? Well, I do uh, kind of uh, kind of uh, building on uh, what 
what Eric just shared, I, I really do see, you know, as we went through our strategic plan in 2016 and 2017, we identified, you know, basically three core areas that we needed to do, you know, a strategic hiring. One was in the area of uh, membership services, Cindy, and then uh, development Thank with goodness, Tony. The yes. And then, yeah. and then the third area really was communications mm-hmm. and, and marketing. And I, I do see, you know, my, my vision a little bit is that we are going to continue to build our our brand and our uh, ACB media network uh, with the smile on Debbie's face, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, and I really do see us, you know, we're already putting some of the building blocks together like Restream and some of these platforms and what we've done with Pinecast is I just see us really reaching out way beyond our, our current membership and really sharing the value of ACB out to such a wider and bigger audience this year. And I think they're out there and I think we're seeing as they, as they come in and meet us and and we have that safe, welcoming uh, environment that they want to come back. They can't get enough of it. And so I, I really see that there's just a, a really cool opportunity to reach out, do a lot more with video and pull in uh, many more of those with low vision who maybe don't identify as quote unquote blind. Uh, and so I think that's a real area for growth inside of our organization. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so I think this is exciting. You know, we wouldn't even have considered going on Instagram and those kind of things a year or two ago. And now we're talking about how do we go about leveraging and reaching out to, uh, to individuals that, that live in that social environment and, and what we've done with Facebook and the community group. I, I just see, blogging all of this is, is going to continue to grow how we're professionalizing our podcast so I, I see that as a really significant area of growth um, and I, I think Dan too yeah. you know there, there are some things that we're going to be working on to help assist our affiliates um, from a, a messaging standpoint from a uh, you know toolkit uh, type perspective, Mm-hmm. As well as um, continuing what we've what we've started uh, through the work of, of Debbie and Rick and others with with ACB Radio and the the state affiliate uh, convention uh, streaming, you know, who who would have thought that you know I could go to Maryland, West Virginia, Washington. By the way, I, I won something at the Washington auction. Who would have mm-hmm. ever thought I'd I'd win something at the Washington State auction, right? <laughs> yes. As part of their convention, right? Um, you know, but but I, I did all that, uh, and I know that Dan, you went to damn near everyone. I've <laughs> <laughs> gone to, gone to, a, gone to a, a lot of them, which is yeah. really, and yeah. again, kind of the, the commitment yeah. of our staff because working yeah. for ACB is not a nine to five Monday through Friday activity as we're getting oh, it's ready not? for it's this weekend. You know, we've got, <laughs> we've got <laughs> workshops from four to four to eight 30 on Friday and then all day board meeting on, on Saturday. And then the presidential, uh, you know, president, 
uh, affiliate meeting on Sunday, and that's that's the weekend before we roll into Monday and Tuesday, right? And then it's, Wednesday we're back doing our thing. That's yeah. right, yeah, that's, and meeting meeting with yeah. our representatives on Capitol Hill. So I mean. Yeah. You know, it truly is a, uh, you know, 24 by 7. I was just on another uh, meeting where Michael Talley was rolling off of Sagebrush to roll on to planning his panel for the president's meeting, you know. So so that's the world our our members, our staff live in, and they're not – every once in a while we got to promise ourselves we'll take a deep breath and take a break and recharge our batteries because we can't wear ourselves out, but – but boy, that energy is just there. I mean, you know, we we're we're loving the involvement and the interaction. So I I see that just continuing to grow. Uh, I also think with our entrepreneurial operating system, uh, I really see us kind of continuing down that path of not only you know setting our 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 targets, what they call our, our vision traction organizer of our one, three, and five-year strategic plans, our communications plan, our marketing plan of really following through uh, what is exciting for those who maybe don't know about our our weekly meetings, but our core leadership team meets every week, and we have, we set between, we're, we're kind of overachievers. They tell you you should have, as a leadership team, three to five rocks each quarter. But this is uh, when rocks are objectives you're trying to get through within the next quarter, the next 90 days. Well, for the fourth quarter last year, we had 12 rocks and everybody was like, wow, that was a lot. So so this quarter we took on 14. You know? <laughs> so that's just ECB and, and, the, and the staff that Eric has pulled together. And Kim and I get to be part of that leadership team. And so it is exciting to, to go through that in a strategic way and, and hold ourselves accountable to getting those exactly. activities done. And it really has, I think, made our, our, our leadership team stronger. And it's mm-hmm. also really allowed us to kind of measure and see uh, what we're able to produce. And it also has given us a platform to what they you know, call IDS, which is Identify, Discuss, and Solve Issues that uh, are, are coming to our leadership team. So, um, And we're now rolling these L10 meetings out to all of our uh, nine um, steering program steering committees, and they're being well accepted there. Uh, and so I think that's uh, an exciting evolution that's going to continue down the path for 2021. Yes, and it was mentioned about conventions, and I was thinking about how in the old days, <laughs> um, when we wanted to stream our convention, uh, so it was not hybrid, but it was streamed, right? Yep. We would you know, pay a fee. And to ACB radio and we'd get to have something streamed. And I think the fact that the board allowed it, I don't know how long that will continue, but I think it opened the door to many affiliates that were scared to, to stream that were scared to, you know, they weren't, they didn't know how, right? They didn't even right. by by making you know, it by making it free, no, cost, you know, no charge right? no to charge. the affiliates, and then providing the resources and the resources, Debbie and so Rick and big. Jeff and Tyson yes. and Deb and Katie and everybody who stepped up to it, you know to support yes. that. I, it, you're right, 
and, and they're still st- they're still coming yeah. out of the woodwork, right, Debbie? Yes, yeah. we're adding. We keep yes. adding, and Tyson has been training some of the better, uh, the stronger affiliate leaders to be convention coordinators, and so it's yeah, it's sprawling. We're just we're adding people, you know, quite often, and. And, wow. and, and affiliates that are coming on board to want to Absolutely. be streamed or hold a virtual event, right? The- and we hold their hand and they, and sometimes they're really scared and we talk with them and they're like, wow, that's a great idea. I didn't know we could do that. Or how cool is that? And the one caveat I have said is that, um, you know, yeah, it's free. And sometimes they don't want to charge for registration they just don't want to charge and I've, i have said well you know some affiliates do choose to make a donation to acb or acb radio and then they're like oh yeah what a great idea so yeah it's been a win-win and you know i sat in the um i did the stream the community call today on fundraising and it was about mms and I, it was just kind of interesting because I think our people are showing in many ways that they like to give, they want to give, they want to. Uh, many people register for conventions in lots of states, like you said, yes. mm-hmm. Eric and Dan, yep. and they like to go to all those auctions and buy things, yes. and they like to contribute, they like to buy things, and so... You know, I don't think, and maybe some of it is because we're not spending it so much on travel, but I really think this has opened up people's hearts. It's people feeling Mm -hmm. almost, maybe ownership isn't the right word, but Mm -hmm. a sense of commitment, responsibility for, um, and certainly connection to, I think Mm -hmm. they really want to support what we're doing and it, it, and I do I think it's amazing. I think it's ownership and buy-in that they're they're part <laughs> they're not passive participants they're they're, they're active yes. participants yeah. they're they're mm-hmm. they're not only uh, being you know being in the audience they're also being on the stage they're also being mm-hmm. behind this the, the sure. you know, behind the stage and so there's a role for everybody and i think at the end of this year's convention people all felt very proud of what we had all accomplished and i think that's continued mm-hmm. to roll into the affiliate um conventions and they're all mm-hmm. feeling the same way you know well, and when we when I first came on and I would hear Eric talking about podcasts, well, back in the day, I was podcasting back in 04, and Larry would talk a little bit about podcasts. And to me, podcasts were what you did when you didn't have a place to do radio. Podcasts weren't really out there. And I had to do a shift last year and realize that People are requesting podcasts first, more than more than regular scheduled kinds of things. They want it like the on-demand TV. They mm-hmm. want it when certainly they when it. they want it. Yes, exactly. That's right. And so it's and it's not instead of radio. It's it's different people that have different lifestyles and or uh, ways that they use their equipment. I think um, the radio thing is changing. A lot, just like what we did with the fundraiser the other night for Jason Castingway. 
Um, and that was fabulous, Debbie. Jason, having Jason Castaway do that wonderful, wonderful um, concert for us. And anybody can still give by going to tinyurl.com slash ACB radio and you get that CD or that MP3, rather, not CD, but MP3 for $25 or more. Of so worth it. I'm serious. Yeah, I is. listened to him for the second time today and I'm like, oh, I'm chomping at the bit to have my own I know. copy because he's so already editing it good. and putting it together. And we are over 3,800 and we're just going to keep wow. on keeping on. But really, um, you know, again, that raised the bar of what we can do well, in a- with ACB Radio. And, yes. Uh, and the, the, and the partnership, you know, co- community calls and mm-hmm. ACB Radio. And I know in the beginning it was like, really, is the, are, these, are these things that really could be streamed? And it's like, you know, people love them, right? They love mm-hmm. them. And we have... You know, regulars that listen, and some are listening over the phone, and and just having all of the this multitude of ways to connect with people. Uh, Dan, you were talking about you know more people are finding us and connecting with us and mm-hmm. trying things and and all of that, and I and I'm thinking, you know, yes, we have hundred plus volunteers every week. Mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. and some are members but some aren't you know i mean many are yet members, we hope not all are members <laughs> right um, but they're finding us and many have become members because they have felt like they've been welcomed and connected and could share who they are you know what i mean make that uh it be engaged and boy think of what just by having the infrastructure in place so kind of walk through this so you know we 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 have the whole you know dc leadership conference coming up with the legislative imperatives right as part of the legislative seminar so you know we we you know Clark and team and the working with the advocacy steering committee and, and, and Eric and group and, and we get the imperatives rolled out uh, on Friday, uh, a week ago Friday, right? And then Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, we have community events laying out each one of those imperatives, all which get recorded and turned into podcasts. And by Friday, with Debbie's team's help, Dots and dashes goes out to 5,000, you know, email subscribers, all with podcasts with one click. They can go and listen to all three of those events when they w- wish to do so. I mean, guys, we couldn't have done that six months ago. Well, we wouldn't have even thought to do we it. We wouldn't no, even have thought no. to do it. And yeah. we maybe That's could have, but amazing. we wouldn't have thought yeah. to do you know, it. Right. The, the other thing that was in that same Dots and Dashes was our first ever live stream of the ACB Advocacy Update um, yep. over over Restream. So we did, we did our Advocacy Update mm-hmm. podcast with video last week for the first time ever over our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and community page. Um, and so, yeah, it, I mean, there are a lot of a lot of really cool and interesting things that that have been taking place um, within within the recent 
you know, past. I, I can't help but think, you know, Debbie, you were talking about podcasting and, um, and live, you know, live versus live content. What we're really wanting to do is be where anybody wants to find us. Right. And in whatever way Mm -hmm. people wish to consume our content, because we have, we have so much more content um, Mm -hmm. than we, than we ever, than we ever have. And it's, you know, Cindy, um, you can talk a little bit about this, but it's, it's in what, six or seven different buckets or categories. Yes. You know, categories right now. Um, but they, but one of them is topic driven, which could be probably another ten categories. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I you know, it's I the just, other category, right? Yeah, it's the other. You know, because we we have peer support, health and wellness, technology, social, fun, personal development, and topic driven. And the topic driven, if if it doesn't fit in one of those other ones, it 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 probably is under the topic driven. Definitely the largest number of community calls that we have are, are social. People love the social stuff. Um, the smallest number is the fun, and it isn't because people don't like the fun. We just need more people bringing on the fun. <laughs> the, the fun stuff is... You're, you're is, one of the leaders uh, of the fun. Yeah, actually, exactly. Right? In our spare I see, time. Yeah. I possibility of educational things even more i think i hope so i really yeah yeah Yeah. well uh, we have people that have taught and would love to come and teach any number of things and i think i wonder if we could get grant funding that would help with with some of that i wonder if we could offer some credits you never know but i can say this that crafting that's grown immensely. It's, it's mm-hmm. right uh, 20 hours a month at least um, mm-hmm. of, of different kinds of crafting calls. That started out being a, an hour twice a, a month, you know, what, every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it didn't last that long. It was just that in June. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you know, yep. it, you know, it's off and running. Now we're doing uh, guitar lessons. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have somebody that that is is teaching the abacus. Yeah, um, and, you know, uh, yeah. Every other every other uh, week, every other Tuesday, um, we have abacus uh, class going on, and 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 people don't profess to know it all, but guess what? When you bring a topic like that, and there's other experts that come out of the woodwork and they help and it, it it really shows that level of community that we have it, you know where people can jump in and help each other and um but yeah i mean there's so much room to grow um but i'm i'm probably at capacity right now for what <laughs> what we can offer until and uh, until one day when uh yeah I, you know, if i can get some more assistance but I love those ideas, and I love mm-hmm. the yeah. idea of partnering with other organizations. And um, I think it just shows how much we have so much more that we can be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think we're more open to it now. Maybe we were forced to be, you know, that change 
happened. Uh, some of it was forced upon us by circumstance, but we could have, we could have just said, oh, this is terrible, this has happened, <laughs> and kind of closed our doors and did the bare minimum. But we yeah, did. We, we kind of yeah. had two options yeah. there. I mean, yeah. we, we, we could we have kind of taken that kind of shrinking, you know, shrinking violet type of thing and said, you know, well, you know, we're only going to be able to kind of kind of do these small things and try to keep yeah. the lights on here yep. over the next period of time. We kind of went the other way. <laughs> yeah, we, went we, hyper speed. We, yeah. We, we, yeah. we were like, you know, we're going to beat this thing. <laughs> and it really has um, it, I think it is, is it's amazed us all that we've kind I of. Keep- I keep delegating and adding more people to do different things, and I'm just as busy, if not more. You know? Me too. <laughs> yeah, people always say that you need to you need to have have people help you. Do they not no. think I have people helping? Yeah, that, that is one of the. You're, the more you're you music have help, to, the more there is to do. <laughs> I know. Music to Eric and I's ears, there, ladies. That's oh, yeah. you know, one of those principles of leadership: is elevate and delegate. It's if if you you know it's like a planter, right? If you have a small planter, your plant only grows so big. And if mm-hmm. the bigger the planter, the bigger the plant. And the, you know, and man, we've got one heck of a field with our garden. Right. <laughs> we, we, we tell, you tell us we got a big pot? Is that what you mean? <laughs> it's a forest. It's a forest. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I want you guys to think, uh, Yes, we, we still have a few minutes here, but we, a year ago, 11 months ago, I think all of us thought, a lot of people thought that COVID, we'd be done with all of this by the summer. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we planned accordingly and did the convention virtually. But I, I really don't think any of us thought that we'd be here with, and still, where we are today with yeah. with covid right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so it's you can't even make a prediction right this <laughs> mm-hmm. when this will all be back to some semblance of normal um right. so now i'm going to talk to each of you personally um taking off your working hat uh leadership hat in your your respective roles in acb uh COVID is no longer a, a player in what you do. So uh, COVID, everything's fine. Everybody's been vac- vaccinated or whatever. And we are back to some semblance of normal. What is the first thing you, if you have a week to do something, like what would you be doing in that week? And uh, Dan, why don't you go first? What would you do? Oh well, I you know I I I would maybe say Key West, but I'm actually sneaking a Key West trip. I, I, we snuck a Key West trip in here this uh, for Leslie's birthday in December, so we were we were very safe and you know wore our mask and our goggles, and it's a you know 45 minute plane ride, so we felt okay. But I I really think for for us personally is we were talking about this today. Um, 
I was uh, had an opportunity to go out to Sagebrush in Las Vegas last year, and um, and so I saw my my mother in law and our our niece and her husband and, and Leslie's brother. But you know, we haven't seen her family now, and you know, Leslie hasn't seen them since a year ago, October. And so I think you know when when all this stuff kind of gets back to normal, we really hope to be able to, you know, to go to Las Vegas and visit Leslie's family uh, because, right. you know, it's, it's been, you know, her niece has bought a new house and, and, you know, just all kinds of things. Sure. And we've never even had an opportunity to, to see it. And so, uh, you know, we, we, Leslie's mom got her second shot here today. So we're excited about that. And, uh, so I think that's something is really just to be able to go and 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 see family again. And then my nephew is getting married in Portland, uh, well in Seattle, Washington. He lives in Portland, Oregon, but he's getting married in Seattle um, here over the summer. So maybe I don't know. That's kind okay. of on the cusp whether yeah. we'll make it there or not. But you know, we're okay. keeping our fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, Debbie. How about you? I would travel around and see a bunch of friends, probably a lot of them that are in Florida, but maybe other places. Maybe I would just take a couple of weeks and just just go from place to place visiting people. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Eric? Well, um, I would take my wife on a vacation uh, oh, with, with, without kids. <laughs> because it's not really a vacation <laughs> and so that's, that's what will happen and uh looking forward to that you know that that's one of the the aspects of the last 11 months it's been i think at times pretty challenging for those of us that have children and work it is you know we we were working remotely for about three and a half months and during that time uh, you know we had a five-year-old uh, Tyler who was finishing up kindergarten and a newborn uh, literally Noah was born December 19 2019 and so um, dealing with all of the the normal stresses and you know, two kids uh, trying to s- ensure that the kid that, you know, was in school was still learning somehow. And also having a, frankly, at times a screaming baby around. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Debbie and Dan and Cindy all heard him <laughs> oh, yeah. at various points. And you, heard, sure. the, you guys heard Tyler too. It, yeah. it, it's some precious moments and some not so great moments. And so, where would your vacation be? Um. Wow. So, <laughs> it, I mean, thirty it seconds. The, it, <laughs> it depends upon the time of year. So, if it were if it were winter, we'd fly down to Key West. I've heard great things from this guy named Dan Spoon about Key West. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd have to go down and t- give you a tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Darn, right? Yeah. He like pie on a stick. Yeah, I gotta get some of that. <laughs> well, I, I want to go there too sometimes, so I, we could have like a, a big party now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway. All right, you guys, thank you so much for taking time to be with us tonight and really this is all about um, the 
the activities of ACB, you heard it here, and uh, it you heard it from kind of the horse's mouths, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but this is ACB in action. Join me again in a couple of weeks, and I look forward to you being with us then. Thank you, and keep on keeping on, and do your part to make ACB great. Thank you.